Hey Hugs, Jamie here. Just a reminder, this podcast has merch. That's right. All you have to do is head to our website, uglytruth.com, find the new merch tab, click on it, and you'll be whisked away to our store where you will find the exclusive Lip and Clip bag, as well as the Hugly t-shirt, hoodies, and all the other accoutrements that you could possibly imagine because I need options, and you should too. So treat yourself this holiday season, buy all the gifts for the loved ones, and then go to our website and buy your own. Thank you so much for supporting the Eds. Welcome to the Ugly Truth. This is episode 505. Hug, hug. Oh, I, I almost heard a little bit of that. Okay, so we were talking before we the show. You were irritated by the off the Broadway one. What was it again? I, I, I didn't even see it. Was it was one night of Broadway. That's all it said. Oh, okay. It said... One night of Broadway. And I'm like, oh, this is cute. Like, maybe I thought it was like a little holiday special or, you know. And then I realized it was like kind of like a fundraiser for (laughs) struggling Broadway artists since Broadway is closed now. And I'm like, what? I mean, I'm not saying that Broadway artists aren't, you know. Entitled. They're just like any other unemployed person in this country right now. Right. That is struggling because of COVID. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, what makes them so goddamn special? You know, I mean, to where they're literally going to put on a whole hour production to have people send money so they can get medicine and see a doctor and buy groceries. And I'm just like, what, you think the fucking country doesn't have the same issue if you're, you know, a waitress (laughs) or work at a steel mill or, you know, or, and I said, even strippers, I'm like, what about cinnamon with an S, you know, she has to pay her college tuition, you know, or whatever. Those songs don't just come into existence for free. She has to get her STD check every three weeks. And I would challenge you that if there was a one night in a strip club fundraiser, they would be swimming in cash. Because they probably get a hell of a lot more than the Broadway people did last night. (laughs) They probably would. And, you know, and you're right. And they have the best grilled cheese sandwiches in town. Apparently so. (laughs) Who told you that? Someone told me that once. He's just like, I go there at lunch. He's like, literally the best grilled cheese sandwiches in town. I'm sure it has nothing. It has nothing to do with his environment at all. I'm sure. I'm sure it has nothing to do with it. He's like, best $5 I ever spent. And I'm just like, really? For a grilled cheese sandwich? I'm like, that's disgusting. Hot melty cheese sandwich. He probably licks the molten cheese out between the two breads thinking he's looking at cinnamon. No, I asked him, I'm like, is the cheese even melted? He's like, I don't even know. Exactly. (laughs) That's disgusting. Okay. Hold on. While we're on air, I want to address something. What? Someone posted uh, a montage video of people. I think it was Ellison of people reenacting photographs. Stephanie. When they were little. Okay. I dropped one of the one that we were in Awkward Family Photos, the calendar. Yes, which and I, I would be, be happy to I would be happy to redo. Then you dropped one of all four of us standing in front of the Mickey Mouse Garden at Disneyland. Yeah. And I said, Well, isn't that nice? What's I wrong said, with that? Because you know there's no way in hell the four of us as grown women will ever be together at the same time in the same place at Disneyland. Yeah, no but less, I also didn't to hold on to reenact that photo. And I'm like, you picked this picture on purpose. Why? Just to avoid to be in a photograph. That is not true, first of and all. And I said the only way we would ever be there together is if we were granting a wish of some sort. <laughs> and I said, and that's cruel. And you're just like, fuck you. Hey, 
you you immediately assume that I think it has to be at Disneyland. It's a reenactment of the photo. That was the whole premise. Yes, I we know. At but Disneyland in front of the geese. Right. Okay. So would you like to journey to Olin Mills in Citrus Heights and reenact our photo? Okay. That you chose? And I said, and I said in the picture, we could create our own background. Yeah. So that's what I said. With the magic of technology, we can recreate the background of Disneyland. The the more challenging part is finding the clothes and getting our hair done the way it was back in the day. I think it would be hilarious. And it's a full body shot. It's not just our floating heads. So that's my whole point is for you to suggest that we all stand there in full body shots. Which I didn't see the part about creating our background. I just thought you meant no less in Disneyland. I'm like, that's just like putting like a gazillion miles in front of us to attempt a photo- photograph. And I'm just like, talk no. about unwillingness. No, you're just short-sighted and you look for the negativity in everything. I was, I no, knew that I we know could you. do. I, I knew know we could you. do the background. We could <laughs> green screen that shit. And do oh, it. So we'll just come up with a green screen now. You can do it online. <laughs> you don't even need to. Daryl Daryl sits. Oh God. I, when they do the, the gajillion Zoom calls they do, he literally sits in Disneyland daily. Like literally that's his background half the time. Actually, that reminds me. I better change my Zoom background. Last time it was just a yellow can that said beer on it. <laughs> We're supposed to have a Zoom video with Ryan's school counselor today. You know, you might want to do something floral, perhaps, or cheerful, or at least dark, like anything other than beer, generic Maybe beer I'll just cans. superimpose that, that picture that says, welcome. You want to talk about psycho or serial killers or That something? is so fucking funny, Paula. I want, I'm getting you that. You need that sign. You need it. I don't think I'm alone. I think a lot of people would like that. It's adorable. I love it. Uh, let's talk about the baby elephant in the room. Yesterday, producer Dub's daughter gave birth to his first grandson, little Aww. baby Steve the sixth. The sixth. Yeah, the sixth. You know, like when I saw the sign that she posted on like mm-hmm. VI, I'm like, that's six, isn't it? Yes. And I'm just like, my God. I'm like, do they do they want to keep that going? They, or are they do. Just stop it at some point. That nope. I mean, I mean, maybe down the road there will be some rebellious woman who will say, I am not naming our child like steve he will the not 20th. be steven the 12th yeah we will right. not have that we are not kings <laughs> yeah really i mean so steve the sixth has graced us with his presence he is a, a new family member there is not one person so far in our family who isn't just completely over the moon and happy for everybody involved and oh God, we haven't had a new baby in ages daryl is just on cloud nine and he has not <laughs> left cloud nine since yesterday. He, well, I saw him post. He's just like, well, I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for, uh, he's gunning for a lolly or pop. So I, I don't know what he wants to be called. He's going to be grandpa, but he but, wants to be grandpa. Okay. Oh yeah. He deserves it. He has, he's has every right to be. Well, grandpa. you know, some people have issue with the name grandpa. Like I uh, know Vicar's dad did not want to be grandpa. He's paw. So. Yeah. You know, I think when it comes to us as a couple together, we're lolly and pop but i think ultimately he is grandpa yeah the, the reason that i chose it obviously is natalie has her mom and her mom absolutely yeah. earns earns that right for grandma daryl keeps saying you're a grandma and i said yeah you know what i don't want to really dip my toe in those waters because there's definite there's a definite established familial circle around natalie and i am absolutely important to her and i will be to this baby but it's not the same and that's okay i'm really okay with it i've come to peace with it and i have to tell you it is a very weird thing being on the 
side of daddy's daughter side versus mama's baby girl side. It's very different and I'm uncomfortable, but it's only because I'm such a, you know, I want to be in there. Like you said, last night we were talking about, it, you're like, if that was Olivia, I would practically be delivering her baby. And I'm like, oh my God, exactly I'd be like, I'd be like crawled up in her vagina, like talking to it before. <laughs> like, hey, come on, we're going to do this together. <laughs> I know. I mean, it's such a different bond between mother and daughter than it is with daddy and daughter. So what I, what I really enjoyed is watching Daryl. <laughs> He's just like floating on air. It's so cute. Aww. It's so cute. He walks away. He's like, I love you so much. And I'm like, I love you too. What are you doing? He's just like, oh, and he's just like melting. He's just melting. He just, he's, he's perfect. And the baby's perfect. And everything is good for just one day. Are you crying? <laughs> no. Oh, God. Shut up. It's a baby. No, I know that. I'm just, I'm just thinking what's going to happen when you have your own. Oh, my God. Paula. <laughs> I'm I'm actually looking at alternative names for like a stepmother grandma. What's wrong so with Lolly? Is it dumb? You want your they want you to you want them to call you Lolly? I think it's cute. Lolly and Pop. Anyway, it doesn't matter. We don't actually Well, they're not going to call him Pop though. They're going to call him Grandpa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what's really funny is like we can say all of this, but the reality is is that the the child usually decides <laughs> what everyone's going to be. So well, you could be so. There's Grammy, Gammy. I don't know what Yaya is. That sounds like a vagina. Yaya, that sounds like a vagina. I'm not saying that. You could be Mumsy. Uh, I don't think so. I don't know. No. Well, we'll have to look into it. We will Me? look into it. No, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying. There's there's options. Well, you can't have it call you options, but I mean, God, why do I do shit like that? I don't know. But um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah. there's just. I mean. I was just looking up there, like, there's Southern names, which is funny because Meemaw came up, and that's exactly what my kids call their grandmother. I don't um, think, I don't think Meemaw fits with me. I don't think I well, look the, like it's, it's a Southern thing. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I don't, you could be like Abuela. <laughs> yeah, I thought about that, and nah. But Lolly no, that's, is. That's like, that sounds really old. It does like, sound like. old gra- Mexican grandma. I, I wouldn't go by that. Require the May. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just not. Yeah, you're just going to have to think about it. Like maybe yeah. Chanel or Coco. Sure. Okay. Anyway, so the baby's here. It's exciting. Everybody's happy. And so it's like, I told you, I'm like, you know what's so great is just like for one, for just a moment, things are perfect. Like, you know, nothing's been fucked up. There's been no arguments. There's no anger. It's just happiness and joy and bonding and peace. And it's like, it's such a rare blip of time that quickly fades the second you know life happens again but it's like Mm -hmm. oh just you know i told him i'll just hang on to this for just like just for a moment because like right now like i was telling you before the show because of covid the husband can't leave he's there until she gets released but that's nice that's what i thought and so i'm like it's literally just the three of them alone together for probably three or four days with the help of nurses and doctors, which is amazing. And they're going to get a real solid bond. And I just think it's, um, I think it's perfect. Extra time in the hospital is good because it's not only good for you, but they still look after the baby when you're in there. Yeah. And so you get like that extra time, Mm -hmm. like, and they give you like, if you're struggling with something, Mm -hmm. you get extra time. You get like the lactation consultant if they want, if she's going that route. Sure. And they, that lactation consultant was a huge help for me when I decided to breastfeed. Yeah. Like they give you all these pointers and 
that stuff sticks with you. It does, I mean, and you'll you remember it forever. And I always remember, and that's yeah. why I like. <laughs> I remember this one thing. She says, "Okay, so you see this chicken wing because the uh, Olivia's arm was bent like way up high, and it was kind of like made the form of a chicken wing." She's like, "Okay," she's like, "You know they have enough when the chicken wing releases." And like after I was feeding for a while, her arm just kind of like flobbed, Aww. and then she's like, "She's like, okay, so she's all the chicken wing has released. She's all you probably can switch her to the other side." That is like, adorable, okay. but it's just like who teaches you that stuff? No one Nobody. But the, the lactation I mean, consultant. Now, like if you had a a good mom, <laughs> you would be able to teach your own child something like that. Right. And so I could, and like one of the notes I gave uh, um, Natalie, I don't know if she read it, but. Oh, she reads everything. Her, yeah. When I sent her the wipe warmer, mm-hmm. I told her, um, I said, this will help, you know, not to wake the baby in the middle of the night. And I said, listen for smacking sounds. I said, if you hear your baby making smacking sounds, I said, that means they're getting hungry. And I said, they do that while they're sleeping. I said, so if you can catch them doing that and start feeding them before they start crying, I said, you can do that, change the diaper and put them back down. And I said, and they may not even wake up. And yeah. so it, it's covert that, ops. Well, right. And so I just remember, I'm like, I wish someone had told me to listen for smacking sounds. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. So anyway, now it's just a matter of keeping her healthy and good and, you know, getting her home and settled in. And of course there's a line out the door of parents that want to help. So it's just a matter of getting it all organized and whatever they want, of course, you know. Well, everybody loves a baby. Well, everybody loves these people, you know, the whole family. You know, we've been just doing whatever we can to make this easy because there's no reason to suffer. You know, there's no reason to do trial by fire when it comes to stuff like this, if you can help it. Sure. So anyway. I I can't think of the last time we've had a baby. I mean, I can't either. I know. I mean, I'm on that fence between do I want my own or do I just want to wait for grandchildren? I don't know. You know, I went went through that. (laughs) I went through that phase. (laughs) I did. I went through that phase. It's like, I know I've got a couple left and I could, you know, it wouldn't be hard. There's a couple shiny new ones in there. You could probably get one. I've got good stock. I don't think it would turn out poorly. You know, I I know I have uh, mentally resigned myself that I will obviously never have a baby. I'm too old and nor would I want one at this point. So I I'm at the waiting for anyone to have a grandchild and obviously Mm -hmm. we have one now, but she doesn't live nearby. So it's not like I can just say, bring the baby over. You know, it's not like that, but I know that I, I definitely am having some kind of craving for it because I had a dream last night that I was holding a puppy and, and it was cute. And I was like, oh, you're so cute. And it started like (laughs) licking my face and then it like started sucking my cheek. Like it was hungry. (laughs) And I'm like, and I remember st- freezing and my eyes got back. I'm like, why is this puppy sucking my cheek? And I had to like pull it off, you know? It was weird. Okay. I had a dream last night that I took a pregnancy test and I was pregnant. Oh my God. And well, obviously, I this went whole to the thing. doctor and they told me my, they told me how far along I was. I was 14 weeks. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm like, I didn't get sick or anything. I'm like, what's going on? And I'm like, this isn't right. And they're like, no, you are based on the calendar and everything like that. And I'm just like, I'm like, is everything okay? Because I feel totally normal. He's like, yeah, no, everything's fine. And so I was just like, and I was just like, this is, this is a miracle. You were happy? I was like, I was so excited. I was like, oh my God. I'm like, this might be like legit the best pregnancy ever. Oh, because you weren't sick and mouthwatering. Well, I wasn't sick or tired or vomiting or, you know, anything. I was just like, but realistically speaking, I mean, I look at my day and I'm just like, I'm exhausted (laughs) just by living. I'm like, what would I do? I'm like, I'd have to go into like a medical induced coma Coma. just to survive a pregnancy. (laughs) 
Anyway, so speaking of new and shiny, more good news, at least for me it is, uh, Britney Spears came out with an album today. Shut up. No, it's called Glory, and I listened to all of it. I mean, I sampled every single song, and I would give it a strong B+. There's actually two or three songs where it's not overly, uh, you know, how everything she does sounds kind of like it's poppy, but it's club music. It's got a, like mm-hmm. a real club sound to it. Well, there's a couple that actually don't. And you can actually hear her voice. She is still, she is still an amazing vocalist. Now she's no Mariah oh, no, Carey. Yeah, no, she's, no, but she's got a she's got a very beautiful. Uh, she has this rasp now that sounds amazing. Like it just. There's two songs specifically where I was like, God damn, why don't they do this more often? She could definitely journey into that world where she could do a more stripped down version of songs instead of all of this high uh, synthesized. I mean, they're not auto, I don't, they're not auto tuning her voice in these songs or anything. And I'm like, she legit has a good voice. And so I, I, I really enjoyed it. There is a song that she does with the Backstreet Boys called, um, What's it called? I don't know what it's called. I don't actually like it, so I can't remember. But the other stuff is really good, so I really enjoyed it. Well, I think the thing was is when she came out, there was a lot of um, very good heavy ballad vocalists, female vocalists. Yeah. And she really could, like, you know, there was Christina Aguilera, Jessica Simpson, Mm -hmm. and she couldn't really compete with them because – she was a good singer, but she was more of an entertainer. Yes, she's an entertainer. So they highlighted her ability. She was a fantastic dancer, like fantastic dancer. She still is. Yeah. She was just always very entertaining. She had an excellent sex appeal. And she could, you know, sing actually really well, but that was her gig. Is She was yeah. just an overall entertainer. Yes. Um, whereas, you know, with Christina Aguilera and Jessica Simpson, they weren't big dancers, you know, I mean, they tried, but they, they were just, mostly you know, vocalists. Christina Aguilera did okay, but you know, with her singing, you can't do a lot of dancing. Right. And same thing with Ariana Grande. You know, they try and incorporate the dancing with her, but really, <laughs> you can just stand there and watch her sing. It's much better. Yes. And I Jessica agree. Simpson, she couldn't dance with a lick. So really. I mean, it was awkward. <laughs> they tried, and I'm just like, what is she? doing they're just because that was the formula unfortunately but anyway so i strongly suggest that you listen to it it's on iheart you can listen to it for free on iheart i love listening to something something new and positive it's great and then finally i thought i was only going to talk about this one thing but i found all this other stuff 2021 is going to be the year of Nicolas cage paula (laughs) I can't wait. I love Nicolas Cage. I, I know. Says. I know you do. And I like him too. He's just one of those actors that mm-hmm. is just like you either love him or you hate him. But I, I love him. him. We we are always fans have. of Nicolas Cage in this house. He's talented. I don't very care what talented. anybody says. He's just one of those like. He's very not talented. Like a, not like a Gary Busey wacky. Gary Busey's just weird. Well, but Nicolas Cage is just like when he's on, he's on. And you know, even in his off movies, mm-hmm. I still find him fascinating. Like I love that movie, National Treasure. I don't care what anybody says. I love that okay, movie. That movie is like on repeat at our house all the time. <laughs> like whenever every time it's, it's on, on. I'm like, Ooh. Every time whenever it's, it's on, on, I'm like, hey guys, well, National Treasure's on. And so we're just like, and we're all, we're going to see You just stop pushing it. Yes, exactly. So <laughs> we all say the same thing. So in 2021, Nicolas Cage has several projects coming out. The first one that we talked about on social media yesterday was he's going to be doing a mini documentary type series on the origination of swear words. I can't wait. I cannot (laughs) wait. It's going to be on Netflix in January. And I'm like, oh, I'm there. I can't wait to watch it. It's going to be amazing. Just watching him sit in front of a fireplace 
talking I about just, it. I love the way he talks. I know. Because he's just got like that nasally, but like long, and it's not even a draw. It's just like a, a nasally kind of drawn out talk. Yeah. But he is, I don't even know what kind, maybe he's Sicilian, but he is Italian. Well, he's related, he's, he's related to the Coppolas. And then also he's going to be in a movie called Wally's Wonderland. Where hmm. he is a drifter tricked into a janitorial job at the now condemned Wally's Wonderland. The mundane tasks suddenly become an all out fight for survival against wave after wave of demonic animatronics. Ew. So that that's gonna be fun. Yeah, I I'm probably not gonna watch that one. He's going to play Joe Exotic in an untitled <gasps> Joe Exotic miniseries. Oh my god, I cannot think of a better person for I that. Know. I'm so excited. It's gonna be amazing. <laughs> I can't wait. Oh my god! If anyone is going to do that role justice, it's going to be him because oh. he has the crazy to do it. Absolutely, I'm so I excited. Can, whoever cast him is a <laughs> genius. I know it's oh untitled god. now, but I believe it's in post production, so it's coming. Oh I can't wait. I hope that's on Netflix how did you, too. How did you find out about that? I do my research, Paula. I bring. No, you- I know. I just. I'm. God. Uh, I'm, I'm like. I'm so shocked and happy because like. Sometimes I get so shocked and happy about things because I didn't even think about them and they're that <laughs> it's like they're so genius. I'm just like I love it that people are like that smart. That they think I mean, about I'm not things. saying like I'm so brilliant, but I'm no. just like but I mean, I'm pretty fucking smart and I'm just like the people yeah. that are even like smarter like that, I just I I I love people like that. When they have thoughts that you've never thought of or would even it think to truly think of, blows like, your mind. You're like, "I love your brain. I want to know you. I want to know you." <laughs> so then he's in a movie called Pig. Uh, a truffle hunter who lives alone in the Oregonian <laughs> wilderness must return to his past in Portland in search of his beloved foraging pig after she is kidnapped. But no. So we'll okay. see about that. That sounds like a movie for money. <laughs> uh, some of the, yeah, yes. And here, this one does too. This one's called Prisoners of the Ghostland. He, no, he plays a notorious criminal. He must break an evil curse in order to rescue an abducted girl who has mysteriously disappeared. You know, he's not shy about doing movies like that. I mean, he, he really doesn't care. I think he just loves acting, honestly. I saw him in a movie, and it was like medieval times, and he played some kind of knight where he had to take this witch to this mountain, and and she had to go there, and it ended up being all out mid- medieval war with dragons and stuff. And I mean, yeah, it wasn't that bad. I mean, it was it was panned. It was like 16% re- reviews, but oh, I watched terrible reviews on his movies. I watched the whole thing because <laughs> I love Nicolas Cage. And here's the other thing that I find interesting about Nicolas Cage films, even when they're shitty. Like this these movies have top dollar actors and actresses attached to it and Nicolas Cage is the lead. And I'm telling you if someone said, "Hey, we're doing this movie on this this the script, that sounds terrible, but Nicolas Cage is the lead. Will you be in it? I think most people say yes. Yes. If I was an actor and they're like, well, Nicolas Cage is in it, I'm like, count me in. I don't I'm care doing how it. shit of a story is. That sounds like a blast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it sounds fun, right? In so, fact, even if someone said, oh, it's got Tom Cruise, I'd be like, mm, I'll have to no. think about they're it. They're like, but Nicolas Cage will be like, fuck yeah. <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> the final one, which I don't know when it's coming out or where, but I will be watching it. It's called The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. And this, he plays himself in this. 
A cash-strapped Nicolas Cage agrees to make a paid appearance at a billionaire superfan's party, but is really an informant for the CIA since the billionaire fan is a drug kingpin and gets cast in a Tarantino movie. (gasps) Is it a Quentin Tarantino movie? I don't know, but he's playing himself in a movie about him as a celebrity going to this billionaire's birthday party as an appear, you know, as a paid appearance, except that the FBI is saying, Hey, Nicholas Cage, wear a wire. This guy's a drug kingpin and give us, you know, get in there. Cause you're a celebrity. They'll never suspect you. But he's, he's the latest actor to be cast in a Tarantino movie. Yes. That sounds like a Tarantino movie altogether. Cause you know, it's going to be like a, a shoot him out. Blood I don't know. Bath. It doesn't, I, I didn't see the director as Tarantino. I just, but, but I, I wouldn't I've, be able to say he's the least cast in a Tarantino movie unless it is a Tarantino movie. Well, right? Tarantino's probably maybe appearing. I don't know. I don't know, but it's crazy enough. And it's going to work. That's all that I have sounds, to say. If it's a Tarantino movie, that sounds like genius. Right. <laughs> I mean, Oh, my God. So, and there's a lot of stars attached to that one as well. So, I'm, I'm sure all in on Leonardo and, and I'm like. And they're somewhere. And that's just a wet dream for me. <laughs> 2021 is going to be what John Wick did for Keanu Reeves. It's going to yes. be all about Nick Cage. I'm so stoked. I'm stoked. I'm a fan and I can't wait. I'm I'm so excited for, for this year to end and for the next year to bring us all of this treasure. <laughs> All right, so I thought we I, we I do have an awkward moment, but I thought we okay. could switch it up and read some huggly and awkward moments regarding birth because I thought they, these were really funny. But yes. if you have an awkward moment, we can do that as well. It's up to you. Oh, I do, I do. Is it a good one? It is funny. Okay, well then we'll 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 do both then. But let's do our let's so let's do our ugly and awkward moments of the week. Unfortunately, you know, California is in like, you know, deep, dark purple of, you know, despair as far as the coronavirus is concerned. Right. So, I mean, nothing's really changed for us because, I mean, we're pretty much on lockdown all the time. We try and avoid going out anyway. Yeah. Just for safety purposes. So all the new ordinances or regulations or anything, it hasn't changed for us very much. So we're home most of the time anyway. And um, we've tried to keep the kids entertained so they don't feel like, you know, they're homebound, even though they are. And so they like to play board games every now and then. And so we had been telling Olivia we would play a board game with her. We had put it off for like two nights and we're like, all right, fine. We can't keep doing this to her. (laughs) So she had been wanting to play Clue. And so Victor had to work the next day. He has to get up for work at like 3 a.m. And it was like 9 o'clock. And... I'm just tired because I'm always tired. So we're playing Clue, and Victor had already taken his sleeping pills. And so, you know, if you can prove someone wrong, you have to show them your clue, right? Or the yeah, clue card that right, you have. right, right. So I could prove Victor wrong. So I showed him my clue, and he's like, okay. He's like, knife, good to know. And he said it out loud. What? And I'm like, I looked at him, and he's like, oh. I'm like, Victor. And he's just like, oh. He's like, did I say that out loud? I'm like, yes. And the kids are like, dad. And so... I'm like, well, everybody just mark down the knife. <laughs> so <laughs> then it came to my turn. And I thought for sure I had figured it out because we're pretty competitive. And it's like, if we think we know, we'll start heading to the middle because we're pretty sure that, like, if we don't go, someone's going to go. And we want to try and beat them because we've basically figured out based on everybody else's clues and guesses. 
And so even if you're not like 100% positive, you're pretty freaking sure. Sure. So based on the way everybody else had been guessing, I'm like, okay, I, I think I'm, I know who this is. So I went to the middle and I'm like, okay, I'm going to make an explanation, declaration, whatever it's called, <laughs> you know? And so I made my announcement and Ryan's like, I can prove you wrong. I'm like, what? <laughs> and so he showed me and I'm like, you're kidding me. Like it was the weapon. And I'm like, damn, son. And so I was just like, well, I guess I'm out. And so I was sitting there shaking my head with my arms crossed. And I'm just like thinking. And I'm like, I looked at him. I'm like, man, I'm like, you hit that wrench really well. <laughs> he's like, mom. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, did I see that? Oh, and, no. And I'm like, oh, I, for, I forgot. I'm like, I'm like, the game's only over for me. Oh, <laughs> he's just God. like, yeah. And so I was like, oh. And then he just threw his cards down. He's like, why are we even playing anymore? You guys so can't play anymore. Like, he's like, dad's announcing the knife. You just, you know, let out to everybody I had the wrench. And I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm like, I just, I was so proud of you for being so good about concealing the wrench. You were just so I just, smart. I was just acknowledging, like, I was giving you props for like, wow, you really hid that wrench really well. Like, That's I had no so idea funny. anyone had that. And so... Anyways, well, there you go. You, we were the worst clue players. You guys ever. were the worst. You ruined it for everyone. That's At funny. least us old people. The kids were. Olivia's like, no, we can still play. And I'm like, stop, Olivia. <laughs> Let it it's go. It's over. <laughs> Let the dream die. It's over. Okay, so mine was, as you said, we are um, getting ready to, well, at this at this point, I do believe that other than absolute essential needs, you really are supposed to be staying home. And so the other night, just like all the other, you know, dirty masses. I'm like, let's go out really quick because I have a couple things that I want to get that I don't want delivered because it will get here way late. So Daryl and I masked up and we went out and we had to run to Trader Joe's because, you know, I love Trader Joe's. So we went in and they're they are already doing the restriction thing. So there's always a line to get into the store. And so we waited for about 15, 20 minutes and we got in. And so there's like maybe 12 people in there. It's super Low was key. it during the daytime or was it towards the evening? It was what? like around five o'clock. Because it's been freaking freezing lately. Yeah, yeah. It was cold, but we were we were wearing, you know, warmth. But anyway, so we went inside and I'm like, oh God, it's so nice. I, I almost wish they keep this intact forever because Trader Joe's is so crowded normally. So we're wandering through and we're just getting our things. And Daryl, he complains that I wander off all the time at stores, but when it comes to stuff like Trader Joe's or Target or anywhere where I'm enjoying myself, he leaves and he just wanders off and starts staring at things because he's well, bored. Why is that wrong? Why do you guys have to be together all the we, time? That's my whole complaint. Is because like, I will tell you why. You because guys... he wants to push the basket. And so if he's going to take push it. The, <laughs> I, well, I did actually at one point. I did take the basket and then he felt like no, a show. I'm telling him, take the basket. I will bring a handful of items when I'm ready to see you. Okay, I don't need you to try to resolve marital issues. We're fine. No, I'm, I'm just telling look, you. Don't, please don't ask me. I've been divorced <laughs> twice, and I'm single, so. and I'm not looking to. I'm not looking to do it ever again. So anyway, in fact, when I see people get engaged, I'm like, why are you doing that? You know, they're like, I can't wait to spend the rest of my life with you. I'm like, the moment you get married, you basically just signed a death sentence, in ensuring you will get divorced. Marriage ruins everything. Getting married ruins everything. Don't do it. So anyway, I'm looking at some stuff. And um, I turn around and he takes off. He wanders off to the beer aisle, which normally would be fine. But I didn't know because there was somebody standing behind me. 
and I could see, I could hear, I could see that in my peripheral that there was someone. So I thought it was him standing there waiting for me to bring something. So I'm standing there and I'm getting everything. I go and I'm literally sideways and I'm speaking and I'm like, okay, well, I think that's it. Let's go ahead and get in line. Okay. And I said, and I turn around, I go, okay. And it's this tiny woman <laughs> standing there. And I was like, oh. And I walked away and I was like, where did you go? You're just like, don't ever do that to me again. He's like, what? So Take the curtain water off. He's like, I do that all the time. Well, stop it. It was you so mean, funny. You just talked to a tiny woman. And I'm like, I, I, all right. And, and, see, and now, and here's the other thing. Now that we're all masked. So I'm walking and I'm, and I'm trying to give him shit about it. I'm like, God damn it. You, I thought you were behind me. Da, da, da. He's like, I'm sorry. What were you saying? I'm like, oh, God. Never mind. It's like, God. No one can hear a goddamn thing anymore. And you know what? You can't do like your normal, like, facial speaking like you know no. like your glances or your nope. looks or anything like that because no one can read each other's faces anymore <laughs> like us sisters we can have a full-blown conversation without saying a word true but with these masks no one knows what the hell anyone's talking about anymore that's <laughs> so funny I, I the eye contact thing does work like daryl will give me a look and i well you, but you're right because he'll he'll give me this look and i'm like why are you giving me the wide eye like what what and he's like, the person next to you, and he'll like do the head thing. And I'll turn in a look, and there's this woman who's literally coughing on all the potatoes with no mask. And I'm like, oh, God. He's like, get away from her. Like, <laughs> well, see, I mean, fortunately, my body reacts in all sorts of ways. Like, if me too. Me off, I usually like, you know, cross my legs and bow down to a knee, and I like put my whole hand out, like, please, after you. And I do like a whole full production. <laughs> I you know. know. You don't need my face to do that. And then it's they kind of look back at me, like, what are you doing? And I'm like, well, what the fuck do you think you're doing? I mean, please, Grandmaster, shall I roll out the red? carpet cut me off i'm only a lady but obviously that doesn't mean anything to you i mean i'm a lady by you know only biologics but other than that that should still mean something i'm gonna read these awkward moments because i think they're funny and then we'll close out the show okay i have two here's the first one this okay. is a, this is in honor of the new birth in the fam to our baby steve the sixth <laughs> here we go the first one <laughs> Uh, my husband told me this happened during our son's birth, but I honestly have no memory. Apparently, right before I started pushing, the doctor came to see how dilated I was. As she put her fingers inside me, I said, oh, that feels good. In the, <laughs> in the, porni in the porniest voice possible, I remember... I remember feeling really uncomfortable and sweaty, and the doctor's fingers were super cold, so it was more about being refreshed rather than sexual. Nonetheless, I kept saying how good it felt to have the doctor's fingers inside me over and over again while the doctor and nurse would give each other awkward glances. He, my husband wanted to crawl into a hole and die. I mean, he probably just said, please stop doing that. Did you ever – okay, I can attest to that, not during that moment, but did you ever accidentally make sexual noises because when you were pregnant – Something brought you like such pleasure. Oh yeah, that it accidentally came out like yes. audibly as a sexual noise. That what? has happened absolutely. What it's, was it? It's usually well, like one time I remember vividly taking a shower and it just hit just so right on my back, and I was like, "Ugh." I mean, just. <laughs> but so... were you alone at least? Yeah, I probably was, and I definitely have eaten stuff where I'm yes. just like orgasmic. Absolutely, yes, it was. A food. I remember one time I was pregnant with Ryan. And I got a uh, a chocolate soft serve cone, and I don't know why, but it was the best tasting <laughs> chocolate soft serve cone. I took a bite, and I'm like, mm. <laughs> and then Victor looked over at me. He's like, "Are you all right?" And I'm like, "I'm like, shut up!" 
I'm like, don't look I'm at me. This I'm like, I, I don't even know why I did that. I'm like, it just came out wrong. He's like, you sounds almost like you can't, can't just write. Yeah, I'm you like, really, shut up. You really cannot help it when that happens. To this so day, every time we drive past a Dairy Queen or something, he's like, you want a chocolate saucer cone? I'm like, fuck you. I'm like, just drive. <laughs> it was, it was one 15 thing. years ago. God. Never, never will be able to forget the soft serve chocolate clone of 2005. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, okay, so the second one and final one. When I was in labor with my first child, everything went really fast. My water broke, and within an hour, I was already ready to start pushing. Dang. Having a quick labor and delivery wasn't the horrifying part. That part was totally awesome. What was horrifying was that when I told my husband that I was ready to start pushing, I put my legs in the stirrups and told him to get a nurse, anybody. He looked over at me as he was running out of the hospital room and saw my legs spread open wide. I saw him gasp and he ran out of the room screaming, <laughs> somebody come quick, something's wrong with my wife. It looks like something's wrong with her vagina. <laughs> and he, she said, yeah, it was the baby's head coming out. <laughs> you know what? I think it would be funny if nurses wrote a book of just, you know, exclamations of people. I know. Like exclamations of husbands or women during birth. Like, I know. That would be freaking hilarious. That would be a great like, book. You know, All I the saw. Men's, the father section. When I read. <laughs> Something's wrong with my wife. There's something wrong with her vagina. <laughs> I mean, the, the part that actually made me laugh is when he turns around before he runs out of the room and she's in the stirrups <laughs> ready like, to go. <gasps> and he looks and he's like, help! Someone! Anyone! It's like, that makes me laugh. So hard. Well, I mean, we've had our own exclamations. Like, even Allison, like the calmest person on the planet, she's just like. <laughs> when she was in birth, labor with Zaya and her and Neil were doing the breathing and then she finally she, she's like God, she's like your breath really stinks <laughs> of <laughs> all like, times Sorry. and it's just well because they were trying to do their breathing and she's, Ugh, like, she's yes. like your breath really stinks <laughs> so, God. <laughs> I mean for Allison to say something someone's breath smells really bad that's because I mean rich. she notoriously has horrid breath I'm like God it must be bad <laughs> and then I, I forgot like uh who else said something? I'm sure Stephanie said horrific. Well, don't forget. Oh, well, no. Stephanie just <laughs> levitated off the bed. But, I mean, she said something and then, um, God. Oh, I was thinking about our favorite comedian, Sebastian. <clears throat> he says, when my hosp- when my wife and I got to the hospital and, you know, it came time, he says, I started to go into my bit that I had been practicing. And then all of a sudden she says, don't fucking look at me. <laughs> and he's just like, well, that didn't go the way I had planned. <laughs> Actually, that reminds me of when I was having Malia, it was quite a struggle because she was way too big for me. And God. mom is like, push, push. And I turned to her and I slapped her mouth. Do you remember that? <laughs> no. I slapped her mouth and I said, shush, stop telling me to push. <laughs> I was so angry. How did I reach up like a tentacle arm and slapped her mouth and well, I covered I mean- it? You forget how much they push your freaking knees back oh, into your face. I mean, it hurts. It's, like, it's practically like a sexual position. Oh, I mean, God. and then there's Daryl, Mr. Spears, oh, in the that corner. I remember, Stephanie, she was holding your leg one time. I can't remember which birth it was. She leaned over, <laughs> leaned over to me. She's like, God, Jamie's feet stink. <gasps> what? <laughs> That's a horrible thing to say. I had socks but on. I mean, it's so us because, know. you know, in the. Most people don't recognize those things. Oh, God. This reminds me. Wait a minute. If you're going to insult me again, can you prepare me? 
<laughs> Sorry. No, I'm just kidding. Go. No, here's the thing is I told Victor the other day, I said, do you ever get embarrassed by like things you do when when you're even by yourself? He's yes. Like, like, yeah. He's like, if I walk past a mirror or something, I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> I said like, like if you're about to do something, like eat something or, you know, watch something or whatever, I'm like, do you ever get like ashamed of yourself? Oh, like shame eating like, or shame watching? And he's just like, no. I said, sometimes like... If I'm about to eat something and I know it would just be like like completely prohibited by my family, I picture my whole family sitting around with arms crossed just staring at me like, go ahead, Paula, eat the Pop-Tart. Go ahead. Oh. You know that's nothing we'd ever be allowed to eat. I can't even believe you're going to put that processed food in your mouth. Oh, my There's God. no good nutritional value from there. We were raised that way. And I <laughs> we said, were not raised it's basically like that. Like, I have this audience, you know, just sitting there staring at me. I said, I actually wanted to eat one the other day, but I put it back because I just, like, I this, can't, this I can't invisible crowd of my sisters and my mom, you know, shamed me from eating the Pop-Tarts. And he's like, he's like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> and I said, Victor, I'm like, I swear to God, I know I'm not alone. I said, well, no, I'm positive. No. All my sisters have this make-believe audience of every single choice or decision they make in their entire life. Well, certain ones for sure. It's why it's so hard to to live outside of the box because you're always thinking about your family's thoughts on a, on a situation. I don't think that everybody's like us though. But we're kind no, of. No, like- I, I told them that. I said it's just me and my sisters. I know that. Yeah. I know everybody else is is you know. They can they can live comfortably. I said they're living a free world, life. <laughs> you know, it used to be like the angel and the devil on your shoulders. Yes. And like mine's like my whole sisters and mom in front of me, like shaming me for wanting to eat a pop tart. I said, do you know how long it took me to finally finish that whole pop? It was like two hours. I said I felt like I had to take tiny little bites, and yeah. like I, I like I was concealing them as I was eating them. <laughs> yeah, said, that's just that's next level though, Paula. I mean, I'll eat the fucking cake if I want. It. <laughs> Well, I mean, that's the other thing, too. It's like sometimes I'm just like, you know, fuck you all. Fuck yeah. this. I'm eating the fucking thing. But yes. then other times, like like a Pop-Tart or like well, Cheetos. Well, all that remains – all that tells like, me is that we're the voice of your conscience telling you, Paula, you probably shouldn't eat this. You're not listening to yourself. You're listening to the conscience of your family. We're the voice of your conscience is essentially what I'm hearing. Well, when so, it comes to food, yes. Yes, yes. That's Everything funny. else, I, I don't have one. But <laughs> yeah, why is it just food though? I don't, I don't know. That. We weren't. It wasn't like we were food deprived. We were, Jamie. We were never. I've I've never ever seen a pop tart in mom's house ever. Okay, but you're you're. I'm, what I mean by food deprived is we were not like so poor that we didn't have food. No, it's, it's not about like that. that. It's just about the the contents of the food. Like, you were the when, most. You were the most indulged when it came to food, though. Okay. And, and toys. Define indulge. I got fruit roll-ups from yes. Costco. Yeah. And then, okay, we but they were like. didn't get those. I didn't get those. No. Okay. Yeah. And then I, she got them once and because I ate them all in one sitting because I'd never <laughs> had anything like that before. I got such horrible diarrhea. She never <laughs> bought them again. Well, you ate the equivalent of like 15 plums. I mean, that because would Because I was anyone. so excited to have anything that delicious. And so I, didn't I don't know. know. The repercussions of my I actions. don't know, man. I'll, all I know is that I would occasionally get a fruit leather from the grocery store and it was like, you know, 10 cents. And she's like, well, you can have three of them. And I'm like, okay. So we'd get three fruit were like leathers. Three for a dollar or something like yeah, that. Yeah, we'd but get I mean, three fruit leathers. No, back then they were way cheaper. But we would never have anything with like a, a cartoon character on our cereal. Or well, we did. We ended up getting tricks and Fruit Loops and stuff. 
Well, maybe when you were little, but no, when I grew you, up, there was, you're the one. There was, you're the there one was, that got them. We didn't there get was them. Nothing with the word tricks or lucky you on my cereal. Okay, first of all, we didn't have luckies, but we did have. You absolutely had tricks and Fruit Loops and Frosted Mini Wheats and Frosted Flake, all that shit. We didn't get any of that stuff. We got fucking Cheerios, and then we'd put a half a cup of <laughs> sugar I on it. I would. I I did the same thing. Grape put- nuts. And raisin bran. <laughs> I remember grape nuts like horse food. God, it was like, I'm here like, you go, honk, 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 honk. No wonder our gums like were bleeding my all the time. They were cut. Just, you know, eat it. God. <laughs> that would be funny to take pictures to, like, think about, like, this is what we thought when we were eating the food that mom gave us. And <laughs> just take a picture of me sitting at the table with, like, a bucket strapped around my head and a box of grape nuts. Right? <laughs> God, that's what we had. Shredded mini wheats, frosted mini wheats were a treat. Okay, we didn't even get the shredded. We just had the big rectangles that were wheat, just wheat checks were my favorite. God, they looked like hay barrels. They did, but they were pillows. good with a lot of sugar on them. So. Everything was good with a lot of I know. sugar on it. I know it's so true. Well, God forbid our mother wanted us to be healthy. <laughs> well, I mean, physically, maybe. I, I that's even that's even questionable. I don't know what she was trying to accomplish there. Based upon the fact that when she would allow us a treat and we would inhale it all in one sitting, I'm sure there's a reason why she never bought anything in bulk. Because we ate it all. Because she has by far the highest cholesterol I've ever seen, <laughs> next to our father. <laughs> So I don't know why she drew yeah. the line at cereal. I don't know. But, man. you know, whole know. butter and whole milk and, you know. Well, you know, the, the the knowledge of health and food was very, very limited back in the day. It's not like it is now. The, the pyramid is outdated. So you might be beaten to death, but by God. By God, you're going to have a healthy cereal. colon. You'll have a healthy <laughs> colon. God damn it. Not on my watch. You will not be eating those sugary cereals. (laughs) (laughs) And that's where I draw the line. Thanks, Mom. (laughs) Anyway. All right. Well, that's all I have for today. As do I. Um, We will see you next week. And uh, have a nice time. Bye.